Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this midweek we'll be talking about beating in busy places. And being clapped in irons. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Golden Own Goal. Okay, this week, this midweek, we've done no research again, so <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do another quiz of fun trivia, because they're fun. <laughs> I like doing them. So this week, we're going to do a quiz about sailing, about Ooh. about beating the wind, which I have literally no idea Sounds what really it is, rude. So <laughs> it's going to be silly. Beating um, the wind. The, the, things, the little, what's it called, blurb says... If you want to go sailing, you're going to be beating a lot. <laughs> so if you want to go sailing, you're a big old wanker. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Take that, Ben Ainsley. I was I was just thinking in my head. Oh, I might recommend Emma watch uh, watches listens to this episode. She enjoys sailing. <laughs> Not anymore. I've she always doesn't. thought that about her. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that instead of saying wanker now. Oh, he looks like he enjoys sailing. That guy over there. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it says, so you should take a look at what it is and why you do it and some related manoeuvring. Have fun. Well, you should always look at some related (laughs) (laughs) manoeuvring. It's going to help you with your beating, isn't it? (laughs) This is silly. (laughs) You're rude. You're a rude boy. (laughs) Okay, question one. Oh, I should say who did it. Who made the quiz? Who made the quiz? Is by Wesley Crusher from Star Trek, I guess. Oh, okay. Good lad, Wesley. Okay, Wes. <laughs> a well-known beater. <laughs> He's a full-blown beater, that guy. <laughs> Question one. At its most basic, beating is a series of sailing manoeuvres aimed at achieving what goal? Achieving a constant, a constant hydroplaning state, precisely meet, reaching a mooring location, salvaging a capsized boat, or reaching a destination located almost exactly upwind. I I think it's the. I think it's the last one. Yeah, yeah. Beating sounds like a lot of back and forth. Yeah, uh, well, like in its purest terms. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> Your little cheeky face. <laughs> in its purest terms, like beating the wind would be like the wind's blowing one way. I'm beating it and going the other way. Like like. You're winning. Fighting against the wind. Winning against yeah. the wind. Yeah, so let's go that. Reaching a destination located almost exactly upwind. Again, we're going to have to do all our answers, and then Wesley will get his red pen out. When you say again, how many how many repeat listeners do you think we actually get? Hundreds! They've all listened to them all. <laughs> <laughs> they all remember Spanish Liz, don't they? Welcome back. <laughs> Question two. Which basic manoeuvre will a beating boat or ship need to execute usually many times? Is it jibbing, tacking, capsizing, or reaching? I'm assuming not capsizing. <laughs> I mean, you can well, only really depend- do that once. <laughs> depend- depends who's in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Try and capsize all these beaters off. <laughs> I... I feel it's jibbing or tacking. Yeah, I thought tacking. Because isn't tacking when you like go back and forth, like bip de bop de bip yeah. de bop tacking? Yeah, my, that would be my... Uh... Let's click on tacking. Question three. 
Which course should you set during each beat to make the fastest possible progress? Is it directly into the wind? Exactly 45 degrees to the wind? It depends on the characteristics of the vessel. Or exactly 90 degrees to the wind? So exactly 90 degrees to the wind sounds like a good way to be capsized. Yes. (laughs) And also, it says to make fastest possible progress you're gonna go sideways if you go 90 degrees aren't you <laughs> back and yeah, forth we're not going anywhere boys we're going back and forwards across the same line so i don't think that one it depends on the characteristics of the vessel seems like a cop-out it does sound like a cop-out which to me seems like it probably isn't that no because there, there must be a generally uh, regardless it, of the vessel there must be an approach you'd think so for i guess it might depend on the sail that you had but I think I think that's yeah, it's too much of a cop out, and I think directly into the wind is surely a terrible idea because the, the wind would just blow you backwards. If you could it? do that, you wouldn't need to beat. Yeah, exactly. We'd need to do nothing and just yeah. aim straight at the wind. So I think forty-five degrees. Yeah, I think that's a sensible answer. Question four: How often should you change tack while beating for best progress? <laughs> Tack's just gonna avoid it at all. <laughs> <laughs> This one's smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid it at all costs if you can. At most, do it once. (laughs) (laughs) As rarely as space, weather, and waves permit. At regular intervals, once or twice every minute. As As frequently as possible, always keep working. It's a lot of work. I don't know what he's talking about anymore. <laughs> you just gotta keep working at it. <laughs> just keep going. Keep working. Oh, just keep working. Um, You'll soften it up eventually. Well, you should change tack. With well, based on our previous answers, you are tacking, so I guess you are changing my, tack. Yes, my assumption would be that's probably where change tack, the phrase changing tack, comes from. I would assume. Yeah. Um, so I would say not avoid at all costs. No. <laughs> at most, do it once. Don't think so. Uh, as rarely as space, weather, and waves permit, I guess, like that would make sense. You wouldn't want to spend a load of effort and do it when you didn't need to. Mm. So, doing it as rarely as you needed to, in whatever the case, would surely make sense. <laughs> it doesn't really answer the question. No, because uh, it might be that as rarely as space, weather, and waves permit could still be. Once or twice every minute. Yeah, it could be at regular intervals. <laughs> but I guess it, that one makes the most sense to me, as rarely as you can. I would have... Th- beating and tacking sound like very labour-intensive yes. tasks. So I would have thought... <laughs> so you think it's as frequently as possible? Oh, you always keep constantly, working. Constantly keep changing working. tack. Surely changing tack, though, is like changing direction. So I'm assuming like a zigzag here. So you're like fully turning the boat around... To try and like tack up wind, yeah. So that this the wind sort of gets caught in your sails and pushes you forwards a bit. Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking the same thing, which is why I thought at regular intervals. If you're doing it like at regular intervals, I suppose regular would make sense. But why would you bother turning at all if you're making progress? Yeah, because you're not you. You can't lift the boat up and move it forwards. And when you turn, surely you're going to make a bit of loss. I'd have thought because the wind at some point will be catching you full in the face and like pushing you backwards potentially so I would have thought to do it as as rarely as you can and whenever the wind dictates that you need to do it you do it again 
Which could be quite regularly. It could be regular. <laughs> but I don't think you should be sitting on the rudder and going, well, the two minutes is up. The wind's still pushing in the right direction, but... Uh, yeah, but you, might, you might be right. I see what you're saying. But the only, the only thing saying. I can see what you're saying, though, is if if you didn't change it, you would flow like a long way off. And you're going the wrong way. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're like 45 degrees to the target. Yeah. And maybe you'd have to turn that and come back all the way. So at regular intervals would keep you in line, maybe, with the target. Mmm, it's tough, this. What do you reckon? I think a regular interval. You vote for regular? Okay, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I think I think it's I think it's as rarely as space, weather and waves permit. But I'll go with you. I'll take it. Question five. In which of the following situations should you absolutely avoid tacking to prevent winding up in irons? What? Arrested? Like in yep. prison? Yep. Um... Sideways drift has pushed your vessel off course. Your vessel is in very deep water. The wind is stronger than eight. Buffed. (laughs) (laughs) BFT? I don't know what that means. Blows blows farts through. (laughs) Blowing farts times. (laughs) Or for you're moving very slowly. So when should you avoid tacking to prevent winding up in irons? I have None of them make no sense to me. Idea. I'd say the first sideways drift has pushed your vessel off course. What do you think? I was thinking it might be you're moving very slowly because you wouldn't have enough force like gusto to get the tack completed and maybe then you just like your boat would turn halfway and then just get stuck because you just run out of full and, the, momentum. and then you're in irons. Yeah. Because you're just you're like trapped, trapped. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with let's that. Let's go one. with that one. I don't know. I mean, it could be any. To be honest, the wind is the wind is stronger than eight buffed. <laughs> I don't like a. I do not like a wind stronger than eight buffed. To be honest, it's too strong for me. That's when it really gets up here. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing your parts everywhere. Question six: If you're windsurfing, how do you need to move around the mast and sail? during course changes while tacking. Carefully. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> so, so you don't fall off. <laughs> Move around the mast towards the bow. Raise the sail and duck under it. Lower the sail and jump over the mast. Let the sail swing around while standing aft. <laughs> I'm fre- You're standing aft. <laughs> I, I frequently let my sail swing around while standing aft. And that's why I get arrested all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's full. It's full of innuendo. This Chris. <laughs> if you're windsurfing, so windsurfing's like a surfboard, right, with a sail stuck in the yeah. middle. So, is there a bow? Isn't the bow like the front? It's the front or the back of a ship. It's like the. It's a bit, isn't it? It's the front, I think. It's the front, isn't it? Yeah. Move around the mast towards the bow. Is it meant to be bow? Oh, it could be bow. Don't know. Bow is like a tree, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, they're spelled different, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bow like... Well, depends, like, you could have put a bow on your ship. Just like, like, a, tie, like tie a bow tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move and around then, the mast and... wearing a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's wherever you put it, isn't it? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Thinking, <laughs> thinking, always thinking, aren't you? I don't think you should jump over the mast. Because the mast is going to be huge. The mast is the bit that sticks up, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I, I've never seen somebody be jumping over it. 
Raise the sail and duck under it. Poss- possibly. So you just sort of lift it up and put it over your head. That's a possibility. Does it, or does it mean just like... Like, weave, like duck <laughs> and weave. You've done a great job yeah. of explaining that on an audio podcast. You, you can watch that on the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> on the webcam version of this show. Yeah, so like you're moving out of the way of it, moving back yeah. away from the mics. And then, yeah. I mean, I don't know is the answer. And all of these would make sense. I think it's possible, except, except for jumping over the mast. Because I don't know how you could possibly do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it says yeah. lower the sail. You couldn't do that every time. No, surely not. Because then you got to put the sail attack. back up when yeah. you get past it. No, that's stupid. Because you'd lose all your momentum, wouldn't you? I think it is the second or fourth. Raise the sail and duck under it, or let the sail swing around <laughs> while standing aft. <laughs> I think there's a possibility is that let the sail swing around because it would just catch whatever wind you were getting, and that would just push you in a direction at least. And then you still be <laughs> well. Moving. At least I'm moving. Yeah. And then you could just like paddle in the water to make yourself go the right way. Should we do that one? Yeah. Let's do that one. Let, it's let's, the funniest. Let's stand aft of something yeah. and let our sails swing. Question seven. Many sailing competitions set the course to maximise the need for beating. <laughs> what is the reason for this? Beating requires the most manoeuvring and tactical skill. Beating has less of a collision risk than other courses. Beating achieves the highest speeds. Or beating is the least exhausting task for a crew. Don't think it's the last one. It doesn't sound like it's the last one. I don't think he'll be the one before that. Achieves the highest speeds. No, I wouldn't have guessed that either. Um, Surely the, the quickest you're going to go in a boat is having the wind behind you. Yeah. And Downhill. Just sitting yeah, with, the, with the oars out. <laughs> down the rapids. <laughs> just all hell for leather. It's as fast as we can go. <laughs> Put the motorboat out as well. So I don't think it's that one. No. Less collision risk. I wouldn't think it would have less collision risk based on the answers that we've given. No. Assuming that we're right. <laughs> we it, might not be. Yeah. Because you'd be backing and forth in and you're going to have to turn a lot. So I would assume that it's because it's the most manoeuvring and tactical skill. That would make sense anyway, wouldn't it? That why would, that's what you would want to see. So let's click that. Question eight. If you want to become efficient at beating... You should always remember to tack on a header. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is so silly. What what does this saying mean? What does tack on a header mean? When tacking, always turn exactly 90 degrees. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) You do yourself a mischief. When the wind changes to a less favourable direction, tack immediately. Tack on a headwind, possible. Keep your head high during all manoeuvres manoeuvres to see better. That's stupid. Execute your tasks while moving as slowly as possible. Uh, I think it's the second one. Yeah, when the wind turns to a less favourable. Headwind. Yeah. That, I think that's simple. Obviously that one. Trying to trick us, Wesley. Question nine. During beating in busy waters... <laughs> You will inevitably... Be discreet. (laughs) (laughs) Aquaman's going to go. He's not going to be happy. (laughs) During beating in busy waters, you will inevitably encounter other vessels. 
<laughs> what is the guiding philosophy behind the right-of-way rules for governing such encounters? Encounters. The more experienced crew must keep clear of the less experienced one. <laughs> the slower vessel must keep clear of a faster one. The mon- more manoeuvrable vessel must keep clear of a less manoeuvrable one. Or the lighter vessel must keep clear of a heavier one. So, if the vessels are the same, yep. how are you to know who's more experienced? I mean, that's... I mean, I, I, And then you both try and move, and you crash. Yeah, that, that's a terrible one. I mean, you could, in a race situation, you might know everyone you're racing against. Mm. But it's not just about racing this, I think, yeah. in busy waters. So, it can't be that one, I don't think. Slower vessel, keep clear of a faster one. So that's the only one that I think you can judge there and then. Like I'm moving faster than you. Yeah, that's true. But do they mean you're moving faster? Or does it mean they are a faster vessel? Like, is capable of better speeds? Because different <laughs> ships have different speeds. That's what it reads like, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's what the the rules would be no i think you could work out which is lighter and which is heavier just by looking full of chunkers <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here <laughs> you can have right away i'm not, not messing with you <laughs> father christmas over there <laughs> so I think, yeah a lighter one would want to keep clear yeah the heavier like, one. that one makes sense to me because the but, lighter one is in the one that's in danger isn't it because mm-hmm. they're gonna get smashed up yeah the more manoeuvrable vessel keep clear of a less manoeuvrable one. Again, that's judgmental, isn't it? Mm. Like you could say, "Oh, well, mine's more manoeuvrable." No, mine's more manoeuvrable. Yeah. So I would say, I'd say it's either B or D. Yes. I am veering towards D, lighter and heavier, just because it would make the most sense for the light one to keep out of the way of a heavy one. I guess it would make sense for a slow one to keep out of the way of a fast one as well, though. Yeah. Because the fast one's going to do more damage to you. But if it's lighter and faster, it might do more damage to itself. Mm. It's one of those two. Yeah. Uh, take a. I'm going to put D because we put your one earlier. Okay. Lighter vessel. Keep clear of the heavy one. Question 10. Last question. Occasionally, you may see a boat on a downwind course execute zigzagging manoeuvres similar to beating. That's good because that's what we put for question one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Apart from a possible speed gain, what is the most important reason to do this? (laughs) It prevents boredom. (laughs) It is significantly safer. It reduces stress on the sails and masts. It is impossible to sail exactly downwind. I very much doubt it's about boredom. No. No. I can't see why it would be safer, apart from the fact that maybe it... For the same as C, it reduces the stress on the masts and sails. Maybe yeah. it would reduce the stress on the boat in general, on like the prow. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine it's impossible to sail exactly downwind. No. And even- and it's saying execute zigzagging move is similar to beating, which we're saying is quite exaggerated. Yeah. And it surely is exaggerated. So it, even if it was exactly impossible to sail downwind, you could still you sail pretty much you wouldn't downwind. be tacking left and right you'd just be yeah just pretty much going in a straight <laughs> line so i don't think it's that one it could be safer because your speed would be reduced i would assume yeah um i know it says apart from a possible speed gain 
So it's quicker to do it like that than to go straight forward. Well, it's because it's quicker then. Answer <laughs> <laughs> E. Uh, so yeah, apart from a possible speed gain. What is the most important reason to do this? I- I'm going to say it reduces stress on the sails and masts. Yeah, let's it go. It changes down. the angle of the wind on them rather than pushing them with the wind all the time. Okay, submit my answers. How did we do? Come on, Wesley, get the green pen out. Let's see how we did. Question one. We were right. It is about reaching a destination located almost exactly upwind. The physics of sailing prevent a boat or ship from making progress directly or nearly directly against the wind. But they do allow sailing at an angle of less than 90 degrees towards the wind. By zigging and zagging, you thus reach a destination exactly upwind. Yeah, you got that. Yep, we knew that. Question two. It was tacking. Tacking is a turning manoeuvre during which the bow of the vessel crosses the windward line. Yep. In the process, the sails needs to be rearranged to cross the vessel's midline and be shifted to the other side, the side from which the apparent wind is coming also <laughs> referred to as the tack. Thus, a boat on the starboard tack will have its sails on the port side and the wind from starboard providing propulsion. I don't know what that's talking about, but oh well. Question three. It depends on the characteristics of the vessel. Oh, you little shit, Wesley. You shit. If you sail as close to the wind as possible, you'll make the most progress towards your goal. But you'll also sail at very slow speed. Uh, Don't know what he's talking about. To achieve the best possible net speed towards your goal, you need to compromise between maximizing gross speed and the percentage of it that will contribute to the net progress towards your destination. What are you talking about? Just do it at 45 degrees. It's obvious. <laughs> Question four. How often should you change tack? Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I knew I was right. As rarely as space, weather and waves permit. <clears throat> Generally, each tacking maneuver will cost you time during tacking and you will be out propulsion and off the optimum course. So you want to reduce the time spent maneuvering. That makes sense. I told you. Question five. It was, you are moving very slowly when you get stuck in irons. You get clapped in irons. Mm. Any tacking maneuver requires a minimum speed to keep the vessel maneuverable during the turn. Question six. If you're windsurfing, you should move around the mast towards the bow. Mm. A windsurfer will normally stand aft of the mast. And it, this is really hard to read because I don't know what half the words mean. <laughs> <laughs> aft of the mast. Stand after your mast and provide a counterweight that will keep the sail upright against the forces of the wind. Okay, we got that wrong. Question seven. Beating requires the most manoeuvring and tactical skill. We were correct. Sailing a reach or downwind course is usually relatively straightforward and requires little manoeuvring. So it's true test of skill and strategy comes from the beating segments of your regatta course. (laughs) Test that skill out, boys. (laughs) It's skillful. (laughs) No, go to your bedroom. Question eight. Tacking on a header is about the wind changing into a headwind. No, I'm going to read that. Just a headwind, so long. isn't it? Obvious. Question nine. When in busy waters, the more manoeuvrable vessel must keep clear of a less manoeuvrable one. What if it's the same vessel? Yeah. What if you've got the same boat? Then you both crash and die. Yep. yep. <laughs> I don't... I guess it's... I guess if you sail you are able to see this one is less manoeuvrable, is big, it's got oars sticking out of it, it's got one person on the crew, they're not going to be manoeuvring very much. <laughs> I don't know. Right of way at sea is governed by a set of rules applied in strict order of priority. Ah, 
Lower priority rules apply only when higher priority ones have failed to decide a right of way. Oh, this could take fucking They're ages. They're sit there, like, running down their checklist. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all the rules favour the less manoeuvrable vessel. Uh, so I guess that's like ferries and stuff. If if you're talking macro scale, you're not going to be able to get out of the way if you are a cruise liner yeah, up against like a... But then weight as well. So, so the weight is what makes you less manoeuvrable. So is it that they both move and generally the less manoeuvrable one <laughs> is the one that actually moves because <laughs> the other one's taking so much time that by the time it's done anything the other one's moved already yeah yeah i think that's probably what it is yeah and question 10 it is significantly safer oh. to tack downwind <clears throat> two safety concerns make a direct downwind course undesirable for many sailing vessels First is maneuverability. If you are sailing exactly or almost exactly downwind, you can directly and easily turn only in one direction, while the other requires a jibe. So you have to like say, oh, you're fat boat. And then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this restricts the vessel's ability to avoid a sudden hazard. Yeah, that makes sense. Secondly, and often more importantly... No, I'll say it first then. No. <laughs> <laughs> A downwind course can result in an accidental jibe. No. Oh, I didn't mean to call your mother fat, but I did it anyway. <laughs> Causing the sail and beams to swing around uncontrollably, possibly inflicting severe head injuries or pushing crew members overboard with great force. Bloody hell. Add to this that sailing on a broad reach is far faster than directly downwind, and many sailors will gladly do a few extra manoeuvres. 9% of players guessed that correctly. So there's a lot of sailors who are answering this not knowing the answers. So we got 5 out of 10. The average was 4. Oh, well. So for a pair of sailors, I mean, pair of (laughs) non-sailors... We've done relatively well. Well, we're just good at beating, aren't we? I'm just going to go get my boat out and have a little beat. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes you and can why f- wouldn't you well everybody does i mean everyone everyone I, in the world i don't know how they found this one <laughs> i don't know how anyone finds podcasts to be honest <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website which is uh backseatcoaches.co.uk you can you can get involved with us on facebook we are backseat coaches podcast on facebook We've got a little cheeky page or send us a tweet on twitter at backseat coaches yeah we do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five-star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. If, Please. if you see us in the street just give us like five stars i would love oh do you know like milky way stars. stars no milky uh, way stars that's oh, all I want. nice so go and buy some and give them to me <laughs> <laughs>